Log Talk Radio. Give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, and you restore every heart that is broken. Sing it to It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise, we pour out our praise. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you only. Give life, sing it out. Give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken. Oh, me. 
pour out our praise to you only. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty Lord, mighty God, mighty Jesus. Send I have the tree, the Lord, I send you, Lord. Take out the ear, Lord. You will only one life, Lord Jesus. Break the power of evil, Lord, from us. It's always the worst. Up and down in Jesus' name, Yeshua, name, Jehoshua, name. Oh, mighty Lord, mighty God, allow us to share your word tonight. In Jesus' name, Yeshua, name, Jehoshua, name. Oh, thank you, Lord, Lord Jesus. We pray for the authority, Jesus, for the state. Of North Carolina, Lord Jesus, that you will be with us, Lord. That you will help us, Lord Jesus, to stand on your word, Lord. Not to fear what the State Department, the government of Obama, is trying to do, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, Yeshua name, Jehoshua name, we pray, the Lord. Glorify yourself, Lord, among this problem, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. Well, shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. As I just posted in the chat room, the U.S. Justice Department filed a federal lawsuit against North Carolina, brothers and sisters, over a restriction of the use of public restroom by transgender, homosexuals, and lesbians, which which uh, the state will not allow or tolerate, brothers and sisters. Please keep keep us in prayer, brothers and sisters. Please keep the state of North Carolina in prayer. This is very important, brothers and sisters. Uh, they are truly coming against us. Again, I'll continue to post these things uh, in my in my Facebook page here on the Lord Tower. Praise the Lord. I want people to see and know that we are being suited. Hallelujah. We are facing a Monday daylight imposed by the Justice Department. North Carolina filed a lawsuit against the federal government over states, uh, the bathroom law, hallelujah, the gender, hallelujah, law that they want to impose here in this state. So I want to ask everyone to please keep us in prayer. Because this, hallelujah, is going to continue to go on until Jesus comes back. Praise you, Lord. And so, thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. And so, this Monday, the, the State Department has given North Carolina until Monday to agree with them. And right before Monday comes, we are letting them know that we disagree with them. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And we will we'll continue to pray for the for the state government and everybody else. Hallelujah. Who believe what the word of God says. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Brothers and sisters, the weather is it, it, not in our sight today. Lord is but not the weather. Praise the Lord. And so I want to uh, thank you, Lord. Um, let everyone know that if I get disconnected, I will put an audio on tonight. I, I Of course, I'm going to continue with this uh, Bible study we started last night. Thank you for letting me know that you are being blessed by the word. 
that they are so much needed. Thank you, Lord. He's teaching. Praise you, Lord. And we will continue to share God's word. Thank you, Lord, because it will help those that believe God's word. Thank you, Jesus. It's all done by faith. To them, to them, to them that believe. Everything is possible, said Jesus, to them that believe. Hallelujah. Everything, hallelujah, everything is possible. Thank you, Jesus. And so we need, we need to believe the word of God. We need to believe what it says, hallelujah, because, hallelujah, uh, we will see so much things being possible in our life. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus told them in Matthew 19, 26, and Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. And so we're standing on the word of God that all things are possible, and God is going to make everything possible. We're talking about generational curse, family, generational curse, generational curse, family. In the family and people's life, it is so much detail that I could give about. Praise the Lord. We will continue, of course, with the Bible verse that we were given last night. But I'm letting everyone know that we are being suited here in North Carolina because we are standing on the Bible. Praise the Lord. They tried to do that with Texas, but it was not easy for them to get through Texas. And now they're coming against North Carolina. See, please, the people in Texas, please keep us in prayer. And everybody and everywhere else too. Praise the Lord, because they, they will continue, they will do it to us and they'll continue to every other space. Trying to impose. Uh and, and it's because they know we're standing on the word of God. Shalom there, brother buddy. See, they know we're standing on the word of God. And so they they want to come against us. But they're coming against the Lord. Just to let you know how serious this is. They, hallelujah, are coming against the Lord. Mark 10, 27, but Jesus looked, looked upon them and said, With men it is impossible, but with God, hallelujah, for with God all things are possible, he said. Thank you, Lord, for this word. So we can always trust God and always come to him because he's going to make things possible for us. Because with God all things are possible. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God is so awesome. Thank you, Lord. God is so awesome. So I, I just wanted to say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The North Carolina governor, hallelujah, is suing the administration of Obama, and he's also being sued, sued by them, by the State Department. Thank you, Lord. And we are standing with our governor, and we will pray for him. Hallelujah. Any man or woman that stand on the word of God, we will stand with them. Brothers and sisters, because they're doing it to us, and they're going to do it to someone else. And this is just a way for the devil to try to, to tell the Christian that he is against them, and he will continue to come against them, against us, brothers and sisters. So we stand in faith with the Lord in this. This is what we do. We stand in faith with the Lord. This is not going to go well for them. I, I let you know right now. It's not going to go well with them that are suing us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, because greater is he that is with us than he that is with them. Thank you, Jesus. Our God is almighty God. And then suing our state here, coming against us, because we're standing on the word. 
We totally disagree, marrying homosexuals are lesbian. And the state of Carolina has let everyone know about this. And, and they don't like that. They want to change that. Obama don't like that. Praise the Lord, but we're standing on the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Let's continue with this Bible study. Thank you, Jesus. We we were in the last uh, verse of Genesis, of the book of Genesis. We were in Genesis 22 and 29. Hallelujah. Let people serve thee, and nation bow down to thee. Hallelujah. Beat the Lord over thy brethren, and let thy mother's son bow down to thee. Curse everyone that curses thee, and bless he that blesses thee. That was on Jacob. We're spoken to Jacob. Israel. My goodness, the people don't understand that Israel is blessed. And whoever curses Israel is in serious trouble. Exodus 21, 17. The he that curses his father and his mother should surely be put to death as God. Under the law, this this was real. Anyone under the law was being killed. Well, the commandment to honor your father and mother, and yesterday was Mother's Day, it's very important not to take for granted that we need to honor our father and our mother, brothers and sisters. And, and surely we will have long life, the Bible says. And that's why we're seeing a lot of young people dying young, because the curse that they are not honoring, they are cursing their father and mother. And it tells you clearly, he that curses his father and mother. And so that's what children are doing, or teenagers are doing today. They are cursing their father and mother. And so the days are not being prolonged. They are being cut short, brothers and sisters. The days are being cut short because God doesn't take for granted his word. God is, God is very serious about his word. And what he says for us to, hallelujah, not to, hallelujah, to honor our mother and father under grace, hallelujah, Thank you, Jesus. He's very serious, hallelujah, very serious about this, and he expects us to, to keep that commandment, hallelujah. Exodus twenty twelve. honor thy father and thy mother, thy day may be prolonged upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Why do we need to honor them? Because the Bible says our day will be prolonged. I, remember, I had a friend back in New Jersey growing up in high school, going to high school, uh, and he, he used to swear to his mother in such a way that I used to get offended. And I asked him, and he, he acted like he didn't care about it. He died at 19 years old. He got killed. His day was not prolonged, like the Word of God says. If he did honor her, his mother, which he didn't honor her, he cursed her, he died at 19 years old, brothers and sisters. He died young. He died very young. Because, see, God's word had already been spoken. Hallelujah. And Matthew 15, 4 says, For God had commanded, saying, Honor thy father and thy mother, and he that comes to thy father and mother, let him die of the dead. That was under the law. It's being rectified or being clarified in Matthew. Uh, Matthew 15, 6 says, Thou dost. Though he honor his father and his mother, he should be free. That how he made the commandment of God of no authority by your tradition, said Jesus. By their tradition, said Yeshua Jesus. Hallelujah. 
They were not honoring God's commandment. Brothers and sisters, says the Messiah. See, people focus on law, Jesus and commandment. You see the difference? Law, 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 Jesus and commandment. Look, uh, where is that law, Jesus and commandment? Because you got people say, oh, that was under the law. Jesus said commandment. Hello, someone. Thank you, Jesus. Though he honor not his father or his mother, shall be free. Thus, has ye made the commandment of God of no authority by your tradition? I mean, they have put so much tradition in place, like they have done today. In the day of the mother day, it's all about making money, tradition. And so they, they don't honor really the day. It's the way I see it. Because they focus on all this and that. And they don't focus on really honoring the mother, respecting, listening. Brothers and sisters, because honoring her is respecting her. It's not giving her flower. Honoring is a way of you being grateful. Uh, giving her flowers is a way that you being grateful. But honoring her is Hallelujah, and respecting her, listening to her, and not offending her. And the same goes for the Father. Same goes for the Father, respecting him, listening to him, taking his advice into an account, which people don't do today. That's why children, teenagers, they are being cut short, brothers and sisters. And a lot of people don't realize, but this is one of the curses that I wanted to talk about today. And more than that, it's a lot more, but I'm taking it step by step because I don't want you to miss none of the curse because they're happening so much today like in the past. It happened under the law. Physically, people were stoned. People are not being stoned now, but they are dying in car accidents and so much. Young people. It is so sad. So, so sad. <laughs> Excuse me. The word of God is coming to talk more every day. And people don't realize. Thank you, Lord. And so we have to uh, uh, read the word and understand what it's saying. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Here, Jesus. Excuse me. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to put a worship. I need to clean my nose. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Let me back up to this. Let 
So, yes, honor your father and mother so your day will be prolonged. You will have a, hallelujah, a long life. Thank you, Lord, which we all want to live long. Thank you, Lord. But that commandment is being broken so much. Matthew 19, 19, honor thy father and thy mother. Hallelujah. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Another commandment that I was meditating on today. But the one that was a curse, the mother and the father, that's very important because people are speaking curses to them. Praise the Lord. And it's coming back on them. Praise your Lord. Because you're supposed to love them. That's why. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And the law has already been spoken. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is so awesome. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians 6, 2, honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise. It's the first commandment where you get to enjoy a long life. That's what Paul is saying to the Ephesians. 
You want to enjoy a long life? Honor your father and mother. Simple. Thank you, Lord. And there you have, hallelujah, a great promise, a long life from God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Exodus 22:28. Thou should not revile the judge, nor curse the ruler of thy people. Judges, uh, ruler, governor must be respected. Uh, don't talk about uh, don't talk about against authority. It is in the book of Jude that tell us to need to respect authority. Very important. Thank you, Lord, to respect authority and pray for them. The Bible word of God says, "Thank you, Jesus." Praise the Leviticus nineteen fourteen. Thou shalt not curse the dead, nor nor put stumbling block before the blind, but shall fear thy God. I am the Lord. Don't curse the dead. Hallelujah. Just because they cannot hear, don't come against them. A lot of people will do that. I don't know if you're hearing me because the weather, brothers and sisters, I haven't gotten a one from people that are hearing me or listening to me tonight. Praise the Lord that they have audio. But if you do, please let me know. I know the weather is very bad. I'm trying to uh, finish the first hour at least. Praise the Lord because I have a good audio to go on after this. But at least an hour I want to finish with this Bible study. Praise the Lord, because the weather is not helping. In, in any minute, it might just drop down. Like in, the wind is very bad. Thank you, Brother Javon, for letting me know we have sound. Thank you, Lord. God is so awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Leviticus 19, uh, 29 says, For every one of the curses his father and his mother shall be surely put to death. Again, we, we, we talked about that. Hallelujah. But it says here that uh, he that cursed his father, his mother, his blood should be upon him. Again, they, they make the curse, but the curse go back to them. God, uh, hallelujah, will not uh, take that for granted. Amen. There are other curses after this. Leviticus 24, 11. In the Israelite, um, listen to this. In the Israelite women who blaspheme the name of the Lord and curse. And they brought him unto Moses. His mother's name was Shalomim, the daughter of Devry, in the tribe of Dan. This woman, listen to this, because there, there are a lot of warnings to people who take the name of God for granted or in vain. The name, hallelujah, of the Lord in vain, hallelujah, is very important. People don't take the Lord, the name of the Lord in vain, and the Bible tells you why. Exodus 27, Thou should not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will now withhold him guiltless that taking his name in vain. A lot of people do this. They use the name of Jesus, the name of the Lord as a curse, brothers and sisters. If they will get in serious trouble. God will not hold you guiltless for this. You will be charged by God for this. The name of the Lord is a name above all names. And we need to respect them, the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 5.11, Thou should not take the name of the Lord God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless and take his name in vain. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't take the name of the Lord in vain. Hallelujah. Because people will do that. Hallelujah. If, if the person will not go guiltless, will not, will not go without any punishment. I believe one of 
you are translation saints. Praise the Lord. It is very important to respect the name of the Lord. This woman used the name of the Lord as a curse. And a lot of people do that today. A lot of young people do that today. And they end up getting in a lot of trouble for that. Make sure you remind people. How that's one of the curses that if, if you say it, there will be consequences. And all the curses will be consequences. But this is a great curse that a lot of people do today. Hallelujah. Leviticus 24, 14. Bring forth him that are cursed outside the camp, and let all who hear him lay their hand upon his head, and let all the congregation stone him. Uh, this is a person that cursed the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. They were to be put to death. And today, I'm pretty sure we will have serious consequences, brothers and sisters. Under the law, they will be put to death. When they cursed the name of the Lord, they were taken out of the camp and stoned, killed, brothers and sisters. Today, there are consequences also for that. Please take this seriously. because they're Christians that use the name of the Lord in vain. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, Leviticus 24, 15. And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, saying, Whosoever curses his God shall bear his sin. God will not hold them guiltless. This will be a sin to them. All those people in the street of the United States, around the world, or anywhere, who uses the name of Jesus for a curse, the name of God for a curse, I uh, will not be whole guiltless. They will be in trouble with God. Are, are you done now? Thank you, Jesus. Very important. That's one of the curses that a lot of people don't know, but comes upon their life. Leviticus 24, 43. And Moses spoke to the children of Israel that they should not bring forth him that had cursed out out of the camp and stole him with stone. And the children of Israel did as the Lord commanded Moses. It was God who told Moses. They use my name in vain, take them out of the camp, and stone them. Kill them. I don't want to see them anymore. I don't want to hear them anymore. Get them out. God have mercy. God have mercy. It was a curse that came to pass right away. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, in Numbers 22, we have a story here, brothers and sisters, of, of a prophet called Balaam. And a king called Balak. Hallelujah. And thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I believe Balak was a prince. He was a king also. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The story goes this way, that the children of Israel went forward and pinched camp in the plains of Moab on the side of the Jordan by Jericho. And Balak, the son of Sippor, so all that Israel had done to the Amorites, out of fear, brothers and sisters. Out of fear. And Moab was so afraid of the people because they were many. Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. And Moab said unto the elder of Miriam, Now shall this company lick all the around about, as the ark licked up the grass in the field. And Balak, the son of Sephor, was the king of the mill. Of the, of the Moabite at that time. He was the king. He was the king. Balak was the king. He raised himself against the Jewish people. But just as the Bible says in the beginning of Genesis, God says to Abraham, whoever blessed, he will be blessed. Whoever curses, he will be cursed. 
So you know that the Word of God, can, this was like thousands, I wouldn't say thousands, but several generations after, maybe hundreds, and the Word of God still will come into pass, brothers and sisters. Verse 5, And he sent messengers therefore unto Balaam, the son of Baal of Peor, which is uh, the river of the, of, the, of, the, of the children of the, his people. He was the prophet in those days. Balaam was the prophet. Balak was the king of Israel's enemy. To so call him, saying, Behold, there is a people come out of Egypt. Behold, thy cover thy face, of the, that cover the face of the earth, and they abide over against me. Praise you, Lord. Because God had promised to Abraham that all this land of all, uh, where all these enemies were dwelling, he was given unto him and his descendants. And Balak the king, when his people knew that in the land they were, belonged to Israel. So he was so afraid that they were going to come and take his land that he immediately was trying to find a way to remove these people. And just as the devil is looking for a way to curse you and I, but he cannot curse you and I because we are blessed under the blood of Christ, Curses come from generations or from our lives before, but in our present life we can now be cursed because we are under the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Although they might be curses from your past or, or, or from your family line, brothers affecting you, that just needs to be repented and confessed, and you're done with it. That's it. You cannot be cursed again because you're under the blood of Jesus. Remember that. Thank you, Lord. Come now, therefore, I pray thee, curse for me these people, for they are too mighty for me. Perhaps I should prevail, that we may smite them, and that I may drive them out of the land. For I know that whom thou blessest is blessed, and he whom thou curses is cursed. God have mercy. God's people have that authority in their mouth. They need to know that life and death Hallelujah. Life and death. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If you look it up in Proverbs. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Hallelujah. Death and life, brothers and sisters, are in the power of the tongue. You can bless someone the same way you can... And in the same way, you can curse them. You can speak blessings over someone's life, even through prayers, and God will bless them. You can pray over someone and bless them in the name of the Lord, and they will be blessed. You can bless your children, and the blessing will come upon them, your family, your friends. You can bless them because God has put the power of that in life in your tongue. When you receive Christ, when you confess Christ, that's why we need to confess Christ. When you confess Jesus as your Savior and Lord, and Jesus came to dwell in your life through the person of the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters, dead and life, the power of dead and life has been put in your tongue now. And so where you can speak blessings to people, as you can also speak curses to people, and they will come to pass. Be careful what you say. Be careful how you speak, because you can bless someone, but you can also curse someone. 
they rely on it, the power of the tongue, and they that love it to eat the fruit thereof. Very important. We understand it, brothers and sisters, because God has put that power in our tongue. It is God. It is the Lord who has empowered our life through the Holy Spirit. If we, we can bless people, if you bless Israel, listen careful. If you bless Israel, you will be blessed. Thank you, Jesus, because Israel is already blessed. If you bless a brother, if you bless a sister, you are going to be more blessed. Why? Because we are already blessed to Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We are already blessed to Christ Jesus, brothers and sisters. And so if you bless anyone, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. They will be blessed, hallelujah. They will be blessed, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. He has put life in us, the power to bless, but also the power to curse is always there, too. Thank you, Lord. So don't take that for granted. Praise the Lord. That's why Psalm 122, hallelujah, said this, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God is so awesome. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. God is so awesome. The Bible says, I pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Let them who prosper love thee. Peace be within thy walk. Is prosperity within thy palace. For my brother and my neighbor's sake, I will wish thee now prosperity. Prosperity now, Lord, over in Israel. Hallelujah. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will procure thy wealth. Thank you, Jesus. Very important. You bless Israel every day. Bless your brothers and sisters every day. And they will be blessed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. They will be blessed. Yes, don't miss tomorrow night. Uh, not tomorrow, hallelujah. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Wednesday, don't miss the program with Sister Carla. Thank you, Lord. She's going to have such a great program. Thank you, Lord. But yes, brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Life, their life, hallelujah. The power there, uh, hallelujah. A better life are in the, in the power of the tongue. You can speak blessing. You can confess blessing. Remember that in your mind, please, because you can curse people also. You can say something and curse someone, and it will come to pass. I remember uh, uh, the pastor wife one time. Hallelujah. Right, so this sister had a television. She was always was late to church because she liked the soap opera. And she's like, oh, she wanted to come out of the church running a lot of time for the novella, soap opera. And she didn't want to miss the novella, brothers and sisters. And, and, the, and, the, and the pastor wife said, man, I, 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 I hope that TV breaks down on her. I saw when I, my own eyes that the TV broke down. The TV broke down, brothers and sisters. She spoke with such authority. She really meant it. The TV broke down. And I used to repair electronics like TV, VCR, things like that, brothers and sisters. And I tried to repair the TV. The whole board, the whole electrical board of the TV was all burned. It was, it was, it was incredible that the fuse or the relay that was supposed to stop 
the, the computer board, the, the TV board from being burned, it did not work. You knew that when the TV board got burned, melting, brothers and sisters, it was not from the electrical, from the, the electricity coming from the wall, from the house. It was the spoken word of this woman. I opened the TV myself and I looked at the TV because I thought I could repair the television. Brothers and sisters, the board was, was melt, was damaged. Spoken word went through and, and damaged the television. Brothers and sisters, that's how the power of the word in our mouth. And I remember her rebuking demon, praying over people being healed, being baptized right in front of me. But when she spoke that word, the TV got damaged. Hallelujah. And I, the spoken word that the action. That's why you can bless, but you also can curse. Always remember that. And God says in his word, dead and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it should eat the fruit of it. Walk by love. Hallelujah. You better off walking by love. Loving everyone. Loving your enemies. Pray for those that persecute you. I try to tell that to people all the time. A lot of people are hard to receive that. You better off walking by love, believe me. Because like that, you don't, you don't go around cursing people because you're going to curse many lives. So she used to get mad at people, I remember. And a lot of people got cursed by her. It's serious. The word of God is serious. The word of God don't lie. It's going to come to pass. If you're going to preach a message and you're angry at people, remember this. Instead of saying you, remember this word. Instead of saying you, say us. Hallelujah. Instead of telling people, oh, you adulterers, say, if we commit adultery, we will sin before the Lord. Always remember these little details. Because some people, they preach and they, they, they're telling people this and that. But they're talking like they're not even human. They're not in a human body. Like they don't make mistakes. Oh, brothers and sisters, we all make mistakes. Oh, we, we, we can we walk, walk in today in such a presence, such a noise, so close to God, brothers and sisters, but we make mistakes. We either sin in our mind, our lips, our ear, or our heart. In so many ways we sin. We are like sinning machines. So for us to be telling people, oh, you, you, you this, you, you're going to go to hell. We had a brother, we used to tell him, don't be telling people they're going to go to hell. Because you're cursing them. Why don't you just tell them you're going to go to heaven? Speak the blessing over their life. Bless them. Bless people. No matter what the situation is, bless them. Praise the Lord. There, were, there are people that have come forward and have come very close with the Lord by just speaking to them that they will be close with the Lord. They will know the Lord. They will hear the Lord. They'll be closer to the Lord than anybody else or like anybody else who are close with the Lord. They will hear Jesus. He will speak to them. He will appear to them. When you speak these blessings to them and people believe it, it will come to pass over the life, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. We got to have hope that God is going to change people, no matter the situation they're in, brothers and sisters. Yes, there are people difficult, and you're going to have to walk away. I have to walk away from people because they will either want to bring me down or pervert me. And I have to say, stop. I have to say, stop. Stop it. Praise the Lord. I've been ministering to our sister. And then she's telling me that she loved me. And this and no, hold on. I'm married. I got my wife. I'm sorry. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And then I was still giving the opportunity, but they will continue forward. 
And this happened several times. That's why when, if I'm speaking to a sister, ministry to a sister, I usually have my wife next to me now. Why? Because I, have a, I had a lot of cases in the past where a sister had confessed to me they loved me. Praise the Lord. Although me being married, I'm like, oh, okay, hold on a minute. Praise. So I have to be careful. I have to be very careful, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Because that's the way the ministry is. And we want to save ourselves for the Lord. Remember that. We want to save ourselves for the Lord. We are, we are servants of the Lord Jesus. We want to go to heaven, are we? Yes, we all. We all want to go to heaven. That's why we're all here. Because we want to learn from Jesus. We want to learn through his word. We want Jesus to teach us, to teach us because we want to come to heaven. We want to be with Jesus forever, not just in the millennium. Someone was asking me yesterday for life from Colombia. Brother Elby, this brother was asking me from Colombia, saying, uh, asking me a question about the millennium. What can happen with those people who forsaken the Lord in the millennium? Well, whoever, whoever knowingly forsake the Lord and follow Satan, because he said they're going to follow the devil, what happens to those people? Well, Satan is going to be thrown in the lake of fire. They will also be thrown in the lake of fire. Read Revelation 20. Those that follow the beast, those that follow the dragon, are going to be thrown in the lake of fire with the dragon. They, when they decide to follow the devil, they are cursing their own life. And that's what the curse is going to let them to. That's why curses, brothers and sisters, come to pass in people, but it will also ruin people's life. Thank you, Lord. And the more we know about it, the blessed we are. Thank you, Jesus. So we can stay away from them. Verse 7 says, Now the elders are more after the elders of the medium departed uh, with a reward and, di- and divination of their, in their hand. And they came unto Balaam and spoke unto him the word of Balak. And he said unto them, Lord, here, here this night I will bring you word back and as the Lord shall speak unto me. Hallelujah. And the princess of Moab stay with Balaam. Now, hear how Balaam, the prophet of the Lord, spoke. Tonight the Lord will speak to me. I'll bring you a word for you. He's speaking positive. He's not speaking negative. This is how they spoke. That's how they lived. The blessing was always in the tongue. We as ministers of God always have to have the blessing in our tongue, brothers and sisters, because we can get angry like anybody else. So if we stay always speaking blessing, we will never curse anyone because we could curse people. We don't want to do that. Never. Thank you, Lord. And God came unto Balaam and said, What men are these with thee? Hallelujah. Why is God asking Balaam? God knew who they were. Because God knows everything. But the, what God is saying to Balaam, Why are you walking with these wicked people? Why you, hallelujah, a holy man, a man of God, the light, what are you doing with darkness? That, that's the question God has for a lot of people today. If you are daughter of God, if you are son of God, what are you doing hanging around with darkness, with the wicked? Those that are always cursing God out of their mouth. What are you doing hanging around with them up and down every day? You should not be hanging around with them. Oh, they're my friends, you know, and I know them since they were little. We know. You're either there to preach to them, because that's what Jesus said among the prostitutes and the drunken and all that. He was there to testify to them to talk to them about the kingdom of God, to win them for the kingdom. That's all he was there for. And then he will come out and go 
this world. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. We need to know our place. What are you doing hanging around with people who are always cursing, who don't want nothing to do with God, who don't want to hear about God? What are you doing hanging around with them? Brothers and sisters, stay away because they will bring you down and they will contaminate you if they don't want to hear about God. If you are in the life, it is for you to be a witness to them, to witness to them about Christ. And the moment they reject the Lord and they don't want to hear it, say, I'm sorry, but I serve my God and I must be faithful to my God. Very important for you to understand this. Thank you, Jesus. I hope I'm not speaking too fast, neither. Verse 10. In Balaam said unto God, Balak, the son of Sephor, the king of Moab, has sent unto me, saying, Behold, there is a people come out of Egypt who cover the face of the earth. Oh, because God said they will be like the sin of the earth. Come now, curse them for me, for I should be able to overcome them and drive them out, perhaps. Uh, perhaps we're never going to come to pass. Praise you, Lord. A lot of people say, perhaps uh, the Palestinians will get Jerusalem. Now, if you're part of those that are supporting the U.N., to divide Jerusalem for the Palestinians, I tell you right now, you're making a mistake. Tell, tell your representative, tell your governor not to support the two-state solution. That is a mistake. In the state or country that will support that will only be curses upon their life because God is very clear in his word. I will bless those that bless thee. I will curse those that curses thee. There are a lot of people in a lot of space who are coming under the curses. Oh, and things are going to go really bad. A lot of nations, a lot of governors, a lot of people putting their life on the curses, and things are not going to go well for them. I tell you right now, listen to God's word and believe it and apply it to your life because this is truth. For more than a thousand generations. It's going to come to pass. If they came out to pass for the past generation, based on the curse, and they also saw the blessing. Some saw the blessing, and many saw the curse. God is willing to bless, but God will also curse. God is serious. God is very serious. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Praise you, O Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 12. And God said unto Balaam, Thou shalt not go with them. Thou shalt not curse the people, for they are blessed. Listen careful to what God said to, to these people. This was a generation who had raised themselves against the Jewish people. It had just made a great mistake because God destroyed them afterwards, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. You can read it in the Word of God. Uh, this was the generation. I'm going to go back a little bit. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Just so I can tell you through whom God destroyed them. To praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is so awesome. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Listen to this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And the side of the Jordan by Jericho. Hallelujah. The Amorites. The Amorites. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God raised, hallelujah. I believe David was one of them who destroyed the Amorites. Thank you, Lord. 
I can just look it up real quick. Praise the Lord. They were destroyed the Amorites. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is so awesome. So you see that God's word is going to come to pass no matter what people say. God's word is going to come to pass. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Listen to this. <laughs> Listen to this. This was a few years, a few years, this story, and, and now, uh, hallelujah, I mean, let me, Numbers 22 was a few years after God destroyed them completely. I'm going to give you the Bible verse right now. But you see that God's word is faithful, it's truthful, and it's always going to come to pass. Look what the story said that happened with the Amorite. Joshua 24, 8. Also, I brought you into this land of the Amorites, which dwell beyond the Jordan. They fought with you, but I gave them unto your hand, and ye possessed their country, and I destroyed them out of your sight. They lost that one. Thank you, Jesus. The word of God is going to come to pass no matter what people say. God will destroy them that come against the Jewish people. All these nations, Germany, France, United States, all these nations that are racing against the day on the news, against the Jewish people, will be destroyed. God has shown them to me. God himself has shown them to me. Jesus has shown them to me. He will destroy all these nations that today in the media, through the U.N., have raised themselves against the Jewish people. They soon will be no more. At the death of the Amorites, God is going to do to them, write it on stone, write it so it will remain, that they will not be no more. As God did to the Amorites, God is going to do to all these nations that are trying to divide Jerusalem. Oh, God have mercy. God have mercy. It's the word of God. Again, after I brought you to the land of the Amorites, which dwell beyond the Jordan. They fought with you, but I gave them into your hand, and ye possessed their country. And I, says the Lord there, destroyed them out of your sight. That's what God is going to do to all these nations that are going on the media, how they're going to divide Jerusalem. Oh, God have mercy. They don't know who they're messing with. can mess with God. God will not be mocked. Says his word very clear. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 3. And Moab was sore afraid of the people because they were many. And Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. Yes, Israel today is causing distress upon the nation. But they are God elect. They are God chosen people. Leave it as it is. Don't touch them. Don't come against them. Bless them. Don't curse them. Don't curse them. Praise you, Lord. Don't curse the Jewish people. No matter how long you've been a Christian, no matter how how many years you've been a pastor, a leader of a church, a leader of your nation, a president, a politician, a governor, a president, it don't matter how long you've been in power. You come against the Jewish people, you're setting a day for your end. And that's what the nations are doing. Just setting a day for their end. 
Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. The day is coming. Brothers and sisters, where God is going to end so many nations, they're going to be ended soon. Praise you, Lord. If we have to warn them before it happens, word four. If more after unto the others are medium, now shall this company lick up all that are, are around and about, and the earth lick up the grass of the field. If Valak the son of support was the king of the old by that time. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God have mercy. Hallelujah. Thank you. And he said unto them, Lord, he at this night, and I will bring your word back of the Lord to speak unto me. And the princes of Moab stay with Balaam. And God <laughs> came unto Balaam and said, What are these with thee? And Balaam said unto God, Balak the son of support, king of Moab, has sent me, me, saying, Behold, there is a people come out of Egypt who cover the face of the earth. Come now and curse them for me. Perhaps. I shall be able to overcome them and drive them out. And God said unto Balaam, listen careful, Balaam. Listen careful, nation. God said unto Balaam, thou shalt not go with them. Thou shalt not curse the people, for they are blessed. Israel is blessed. Jacob is blessed. Balaam rose up in the morning and said unto the princes of Balak, get you into your hand, for the Lord refused, refused to give me leave. Go with you. Hallelujah. God did not want him to go with them. Oh, you don't go with You stay here. What are these people with you, says God? What are you hanging around with the wicked? You are light. What are you hanging around with, with darkness? Come on. Oh, you know, they're my friend from school. Excuse me. You are light. You be careful. Right? Oh, no, they're just my friend from school. They will contaminate you if they're not serving the Lord. Be careful, my younger sister, my younger brother. Be careful. They will contaminate you. Thank you, Lord. The princess of Moab rose up in the morning and the wind. And Balak and said, Balaam refused to come with us. And Balak sent yet another prince more and more honorable than they. And they came to Balaam and said to him, Thus say Balak, the son of the poor. Hallelujah. Now they wanted to send Carrie. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The state representative, the Hillary Clinton, did not do anything. Now, listen, John Kerry. John Kerry from Massachusetts, he's, he's very honorable. He has run for president. This guy, everybody loves. Listen, John Kerry now. John Kerry is going to get the two-state solution signed. He's well-spoken, very honorable. He'll get it done. To huh. so God, it means the same. The darkness, don't mess with Israel. Stay away from the children of Jacob. Thank you, Lord. Let's send John Kerry now. Someone honorable. Verse 17. For I will promote thee into very great honor, and I will do whatever thou sayest unto me. Come, therefore, I pray thee, curse for me this people. Now, John Kerry, praise the Lord, had a, had a great task in his hand. Had a great task. Because he needs to get together with Netanyahu. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, and Abbas, the leader of the Palestinians, and try to work this state solution out. Hallelujah. But he's very knowledgeable and very honorable, and Obama thinks he's going to get it done. Hmm. Praise the Lord. And Valen answered said unto the servant of Valak, If Valak will give me this house full in silver and gold, 
I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord, my God, to do less or more. You know, Terry maybe can make offer to the kings in the Middle East and get this thing worn, move this thing on. But God has said no. And when God says no, it stays there. Verse 19, therefore I pray you, Terry, you are also here this night, that I may know that what more the Lord will say unto me. And God came unto Balaam that night and said unto him, If the man comes to call thee, rise up and go with him. But ye, the word which I shall say unto thee, that thou should do. When the Lord tells you no, when you go to the Lord Jesus about something, anything that you want God to lead you, and God says no, I'm going to give you an advice. Tonight, as a servant of the Lord, because this happens to me. Don't persist when the Lord says no. When the Lord says no to you, stop right there. Don't take a step. Don't continue insisting in prayer because you will sin once the Lord says no to you. Learn from valid, bailing mistakes. He was a great prophet. And a great man of God. But God has said to him not to go with these men. And now, because of, there was gold, there was things involved there, there was gain involved there, he persisted after the Lord says no, brothers and sisters. And then the Lord says, okay, go. The word of the Lord was for him not to go. But because he persisted, now the Lord is allowing him to go. But I'm going to tell you a secret. There will be consequence in the life of the prophet Balaam for not listening to God. So it will be in your life and in my life consequence for our disobedience. Brothers and sisters, listen careful. This is very important. God says no. That is the perfect word of God, but he says no. If you persist and God says yes, you are not going in the perfect word of God. You're going in your own well now because it's what you want. Because God knows the past. He knows the present. And he also knows the future because he is the past, the present, and the future. Jesus Christ. It's the same, Paul says to the churches, yesterday, today, and forever. He holds up in the past, in the present, and in the future, brothers and sisters. Don't take for granted when he says no. When God says no, you also say no, because he already says no. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord, for speaking to my life tonight. I thank you, Lord. I needed this word. I needed to hear this. I needed to hear this personally. When God says no, God says no. Hallelujah. Two words that confirmed to me. Two things that God said, said to me no. And I persisted. And then I saw the consequence because he had said no. He had said no, and then I kept. And then he allowed it, and then I, I had to carry the consequence. And I tell you this personally. When you pray about something and God says no, stop it right there. There might be something you want or someone you want in your life or someone you want to keep in your life. 
Be very careful. But God says, no, no. Brothers and sisters, oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. God is so awesome. Remember what God says first. He says, no. If he says, yes, now, listen careful. If God says, no, you pray about something, and God says to you through a dream or through his word, however God speaks to you, because God speaks to people in different ways. If you know God is speaking to you, and God has said yes, you can be assured that it's the perfect word of God. Say with a yes with God. Yes, Lord. Okay. You want me to go? Don't say to God, no, Lord, I cannot go there. I, I don't have the, the finance, Lord, or I, you know, Lord, I can't speak, you know. You know I'm afraid to speak in public, Lord. I get nervous, my leg, you know. No, Lord, I, no. When God says, yes, go speak, you go speak. Thank you, Lord. You might think that the word will come out, the people will not understand it, will not understand. He will make them understand. I, I, I used to complain that my English was not good enough. For me to be on the radio, no way, my English is not good enough, I used to say. No, no, how can people, how will people understand me when my English is not good enough, is what I used to say, when the Lord sent me to the radio. I, I mean, Lord, me, there are people more better spoken than I, Lord, speak, speak better English than I, more knowledgeable than I, Lord. No, it's you. Thank you, Lord. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I made those complaints for years. The Lord says, no, you go. Praise the Lord. And then as hundreds of people contacted me and said, this message was so awesome. And I'm like, after I preached the message, I said, I didn't understand myself afterwards. I said, my English was so bad. I said, I, I don't even think I know what I said. And people are like, oh, it was so powerful. God spoke to me. God did this in my life. My goodness, thank you. And I'm thinking, I don't know what the Lord did. I tell you the truth. I don't know how people understood me back in 2012. My English was so bad. It was just so bad. And people were telling me how 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 blessed, hallelujah, the life were. Thank you, Jesus. But it was the Lord that, that told me to speak. Thank you, Lord. God is so awesome. He is so awesome. We serve such a great God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Sometimes I even complain that, Lord, would they, you know, God is awesome. I don't know how he does it, but he does it. Thank you, Lord. He, 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 he makes the word to be understood. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We just need to trust the Lord. Verse 21. And Bala rose up in the morning and settled his donkey and went with the princess of Moab. Hallelujah. Uh, donkey, actually, is a meal. It settled his meal. I don't like to say that word. A-S-S-S. Hallelujah. I don't like to say that word. So his meal will be. Hallelujah. He settled his meal. And it was not a donkey. It was a meal. A lot of people say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And when was the princess of Moab? And God's anger was kindled because he went. Are you listening? Didn't I tell you that what God said at first, don't go. Don't go. When God said no, that was the perfect will of God. And then God said, go to him. And then you're going to say, oh, this sounds confusing. Well, you keep insisting. 
God not allowing you to go. Don't say, oh, you told me to go, Lord. Because the Lord is going to say, that's not what I said to you at first. I said, no. You kept insisting me that I would let you go. And I can't let you go. And I said, go. And look what happened afterwards. And God angered with kingdom because he went. And the angel of the Lord stood in the way of the adversary against him. Now he was riding upon his donkey and his two servants were with him. Brothers and sisters, thank you, Lord. Now, when God said the second time, go, God was testing his prophet. If you keep insisting on the Lord, this is what God is going to do, test you now. He told you no, or he told you yes, but God, you were insisting because you don't want to go. He told you to go, and you don't want to go, or he told you to stay, and now you want to go. Now God is going to test you because you and I are supposed to walk according to his will. Father, not my will, but Jesus, that Jesus, live Jesus, but thy will be done. You understand now? It has to be his will. We move, we live. Everything we do has to be according to his will. Don't get out of the will of God. Because that's what a lot of people do. They're pastors. They're men of God. They're women of God called by God who are guiding themselves out of the will of God. Because God told them to only get here and don't move from there. And someone came and said, but wait a minute. You're already rich in the whole United States. Let's go to Europe. Let's go to here. Let's go there. But God told them, no, only the United States. But someone paid a trip to Europe. Pay the hotel, pay the car rental, and put a, and put a few hundred thousand dollars into their pocket to go to Europe. But God has said prior, don't go to Europe. You see, then God allows that they, then the person comes to the Lord and says, Lord, they have paid for all this. That means you want me to go because all this has been provided. Now they put God into the business, into the disobedience. And say, well, this means God wants me to go because look, Hotel is paid, car is paid, everything is sick. Even the auditorium is paid. I, I need to go there. And some people that way have found death, have been killed. Some people not listening to God, not being obedient to God, have been killed. Brothers and sisters, that's why it's dangerous. What I'm telling you tonight is so important. Thank you, Jesus. God, God's got to be speaking to someone. Thank you, Lord. Because I just want to move on. Verse 23. And as the, don, the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way of his sword drawn in his hand, the donkey turned aside of the way and went into the field, and bade us smote the donkey to turn her into the way. It was a female donkey, yes. Thank you, Lord. To turn her the into the way, because she was, the female donkey was, hallelujah, saw the angel, she didn't want to go through, she wanted to stop, and he, he was hitting her, come on, move on, move, thank you, Lord, praise you, Jesus, not understanding what the donkey was seeing now, praise you, Lord, but the angel of the Lord stood in the path of the vineyard, of the wall, being on, on the side of the wall, and on the other side, and on that side, 
And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she trust he, she. This is the word she again. It was a male would say he. She threw herself into the wall and crossed Balaam for against the wall and smote her again. Better her again. And the angel of the Lord went further and stood in a narrow place where there was no way to turn either to the right or to the left. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she fell down on the, on the Balaam, and Balaam angel was kindled, and he smacked the donkey with a stop. And the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey, and she said unto Balaam, What have I done unto thee, that thou hast smitten me this three times? And Balaam said unto the donkey, Because thou hast mocked me, I will there be a sword in my hand, for now I will kill thee. And the donkey said unto Balaam, I, I am now thy donkey, upon which thou hast written uh, ever since I was down uh, into thy day, to thy hand into thy day, even, hallelujah, won't do unto thee. And he said, Nay. And the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam. And he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way, and his sword drawn in his hand, and he bowed down his head and fell flat on his face. Finally, notice that Jesus Christ who was the angel of the Lord, was standing there, hallelujah. It was Jesus standing there, the Messiah, standing there at the angel of the Lord, and said, oh, man, I am in trouble. Immediately, what came to Balaam's mind was, he told me no. But I insisted that he said, go, I am in trouble. And that will come to our mind. When God has said no, I say yes. And we disobey God immediately. Hallelujah. It comes to our mind, our heart. Oh, man, I am in trouble. That's what Balaam felt. Disobedience feels very bad. You feel horrible when you get into disobedience, brothers and sisters. And the angel Lord said unto him, Why hast thou smitten three times? He said, Thank you, Lord. And the angel of the Lord said unto Balaam, Go with these men. But only the word that I should speak unto thee, that I should thou speak. So Balaam went with the princes of Balaam. He praised the Lord. And when Balak heard that Balaam had come, he went out to meet him into the city of Moab, which is in the border of Arnon, which is in the outer moon. Balaam said unto Balaam, Let I not earthly say unto thee, to call thee, Why came thou not unto me? I am not able to, indeed to promote thee to honor. Balaam said unto Balak, Lord, I have come unto thee. I have now any power at all to say anything. The word that God put in my mouth that I should speak. And Balaam went with Alex, and they came unto Kerash, I think it was one of the mountains. And Balaam offered an oxen and sheep and sent some to the Balaam and to the prince who were with him. And they came to pass in the narrow, the Balak to Balaam and brought him into the high places of Baal, that hence he might See the outermost part of the people. Thank you, Jesus. In chapter 23, continue the story, and I'll leave it at that. But I tell you that his disobedience will consequence to his life. I can show it to you that there were consequences that came to his life because God has said no, and he still went, brothers and sisters. And then I showed you the Bible verse where, where the Amorite, he was the king of the Amorite, got all destroyed. He got killed later on. Balak got killed later on, got destroyed with all his people. Praise the Lord, because he came against the Jewish people. He wanted them to be cursed. And you cannot curse a son or a daughter of God. You cannot curse them, brothers and sisters. 
And a lot of people that are coming against us on Facebook and many other ways, speaking curses against us, negative word, evil word against us, curses, those curses are going to come against themselves, brothers and sisters. And I hope they, don't, they, they, they will be saved, brothers and sisters, because they are getting us over so much trouble. A few weeks ago, someone contacted me and called me a false prophet. Praise the Lord on Facebook. When I went into prayer, the Lord Jesus began to talk to me. And he let me know how angry God was. He, his anger was kindled. And he said to me, because I was so saddened, that I, you are not a full prophet. You are my son. You are my servant. You are not a full prophet, he said to me. Praise the Lord. And this will not go unpunished, the Lord said. It will not go unpunished. Praise the Lord. And what I say with this is, those that are coming against you and I, vengeance is of the Lord. Don't take vengeance against people. A lot of people have insulted me and are waiting for me to, for a comeback. For me to come back to them with a comeback. I am not doing that. I am not doing that. God have mercy on their soul. Praise the Lord. Because vengeance is of the Lord. It is not for you and I to fight. We got to leave it out to the Lord. Because God knows everything. God knows everything, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. But remember that dead in life, hallelujah, I have the power of the tongue. You can bless as you can curse. Don't curse anyone. But bless them. Pray for them. Have mercy on their soul. That God will save them. The days are short. Judgment is coming, brothers and sisters, upon the nations. Father God is very angry with this nation and with the world. And he's going to bring his judgment sooner than later, brothers and sisters. When people call God slow, he is slow to anger. And they think that God is not going to do anything. Instead of saying, God, have mercy on us. God, have mercy on the nation. Praying for the nation. Praying for soul to be saved is what you and I need to be doing. Praying for God to have mercy on the U.S. and the rest of the world. That God will not destroy them without soul being saved every day. That's what our prayer needs to be for the nation. That God will continue to save souls. Reach out to them and save them, brothers and sisters. Because there are many souls. There are billions of people up there without Christ. And with a few knowledge, a little knowledge of Christ, and you and I are called to preach the gospel unto all the nations. We, the bride of Christ, have that responsibility, brothers and sisters, to preach to them that God would have mercy, brothers and sisters, that God will save them, that God will reach out to them. Hallelujah. And how will have mercy on these people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God spoke to Moses, to the Israelites, in Deuteronomy 28. And God said this word to him, for his people. If thou shalt obey diligently the voice of the Lord thy God, and assert and do his commandments, which I command you these days, then the Lord thy God will set thee on high, 
above all the nations of the earth. God planned for you and I and to set you and I on high upon all the nations of the earth, brothers and sisters. That is his plan for you and I. Plan is to prosper us, he says through Jeremiah. His plan is to prosper us, brothers and sisters. He says that all these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee and thou shalt obey the voice of the Lord thy God. How does the voice of the Lord thy God come to the people in these last days? Well, God said to the prophet Joe that he was going to put out his spirit upon all, not just on a certain people, brothers and sisters. God said upon all flesh, he said, upon all flesh, he said he will put out his thank you, Jesus. So everyone has the opportunity and the chance to be saved and to come to the Lord. Everyone has it. Before, it was only the Jewish people who was being reached out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When Jesus was preaching out about, he encountered a Samaritan woman. Hallelujah. When Jesus encountered this woman, they had a conversation. This was the conversation. The Samaritan woman says to the Lord, our Messiah Jesus, our Father worship in this mountain. And you say that in Jerusalem is the place where man is out to worship. Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour coming when we when ye shall neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. See, God said to Moses to lead his people out of Egypt to tell Pharaoh to let his people go so they will come to worship in the mountain. That was in the Old Testament. That was the calling of God for the Jewish people. But for the nation, the bride of Christ in the nation, this is what God said. Now, Jesus said, woman, said as a woman, believe me, the hour is coming. For which you neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship which ye now know now. We worship what we know for salvation is of the Jews. Hallelujah. It's just for people not to take the Jews for granted now. Because, because you don't need to worship in Jerusalem or in the mountain. It doesn't mean that the Jewish people are down away from it. No. God loves the Jewish people. Salvation is of the Jews. Hallelujah. By the hour cometh the Messiah Jesus. And now is when the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father requires even such to worship him. Don't pray just without any worship. Always out worship to your prayer. In your prayer time with God, remember, this is very important to the Lord, brothers and sisters. This is very important to God because God speaks as worshiper. God requires that you and I worship him. Hallelujah. We serve him in spirit and truth. Thank you, Jesus. That's why don't go to God's house without going to worship God. 
It makes me sad to say how churches are having gathering, but it's not to seek God or worship God. It is for something else. People are starving in the churches, hungry, because the presence of God is not there. Why is the presence of God not there? Because a true worshiper of the people that are supposed to worship God are not doing any worship. They're caught up doing something else. Politics or other things, activities and building projects and so much other than any worshiping to God, brothers and sisters. And a lot of times they play music and everybody stand there eating their nails and looking at each other and criticizing the dress and all that. There's no true worshiping going to heaven. That is so sad, brothers and sisters. That made God sad because God wants to bless. But how is he going to bless his people? If they are not worshiping him, they're not doing what he told him them through his Messiah to do. This is the word of Messiah Jesus. But the hour coming, and now is for the true worshiper to worship the Father and Spirit and truth. And now the Father requires even such a worship. And he requires this from people, but people are like, I don't know. No, worship God. Remember, we have an obligation to pray every day, to worship every day, to seek him, to come to him. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. I hope God is speaking to your life. I hope that you are being convicted to worship the Father because the Father is waiting for you to worship him. Don't, don't, don't go to work. Don't, don't finish your prayer without ending with worshiping. Worship God. Yes, I have a lot to repent for. But don't forget to worship in your personal prayer with the Lord. Don't just say, oh, thank you. I finished my prayer. I'm going to work. Give God a few minutes of worship. He doesn't require for you a lot. He requires you for you to worship him. He doesn't even tell you how long you need to worship him. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Praise you, Jesus. The Father requires worshipers. You can worship Jesus. Jesus receives worshiping also. Someone's asking me, which of the two do you worship? The, the, Jesus and the Father here. The Father requires even such a, to worship him. It is the Father that requires it. Brothers and sisters, worship the Father. Worship your Father in heaven. I, I'm going to tell you something. When you meet Father, you are going to meet the more caring, the more loving being, the more loving being you ever met is Father God. You're going to hear your true Father loving you, talking to you. His love will go through your soul, body, and spirit. He is so loving. His love will penetrate you. His life will penetrate you to the core of your being and grow through and satisfy all your need. When you meet Father God, you are going to meet someone that you are going to say, this is my true father. Yes, you had a father and mother on earth, but their love is only a representation of your father in heaven. When you meet Father God, you are going to meet love. You are going to meet someone that truly cares for you. I ask the Lord 
sometimes that to take me to the Father. Police allow me to talk to the Father. Police ask the Father to bring me to him. Brothers and sisters, I've been nervous all these years that I will go and be, and be with my Father. The last time I was taken to the garden, Father God wanted to talk to me and say, my, my son, he says to me, my son, you will be here, he says to me. And Jesus said, yes, you will be here. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for Father God. I thank you for Father. He is such an awesome Father. I worship you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for Father. Thank you. Thank you for Father God. Hallelujah. I thank you for him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Praise you, Lord. Father God says to me, I remember, tell them, tell them that they will be in this place, that I'm waiting for them to come to this place. When I was in the, before I entered the New Jerusalem, Father God says that we will be in that place. He said, tell my children, go tell my children. God wants his children to have hope in him. Our hope must be in our Father. Oh, I thank you, Jesus, Father. I thank you, Lord. Reveal your Father to us, Jesus. Reveal the Father to us, Lord. Reveal your Father to us, Jesus. Please, Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Lord. You haven't met love if you have not met Father. But when you meet him, you will want to spend all your eternity in his presence. You will not want to come out of his presence. When Father God may want to send you somewhere, you say, Father, may I stay in your presence. <laughs> Oh, I thank you, Lord. You will not want to come out of his presence. His love, his love, oh, God, his tender love, his tender mercy. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. When I wonder about Father love, it's God wanted to teach me that it was him that sent his son to die for us. It was so God loved the world. The Bible says he loved his creation so much that he loved his son so much more that he was willing to sacrifice his son on the cross for you and I. People don't understand Father God love. They don't understand that Jesus he loved so much. Hallelujah. But he was willing to give his son for you and I. Brothers and sisters, because he loves us so much, he gave his son to save us, to bring us back to him. The devil came between us and our relationship with God in the garden. But it did not stay there. God sent his son to die on the cross to bring us back in in relationship with him. We are back in relationship with God through Jesus Christ. I thank you, Lord, for Father. I thank you, Jesus, for Father God. Jehovah God, Yahweh Elohim. He is such a great Father. Yahweh, Yahweh, he is such a great Father, such an awesome God. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. When I saw him in Brooklyn that other night, I was stunned because I did not believe that God would leave his throne to come down here. Yes, he does. He comes down here, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord. And he doesn't need any protection. He's almighty God. 
He doesn't need no protection. He has sheriffs to worship him and to keep his throne. But God is almighty. He can do all. And he wants to change this earth for the best. He wants to remove the wicked from this earth. Millions of people will die in a single night. He will do this, brothers and sisters, to remove sin from the earth and to give the people that will be alive after that an opportunity to turn to him. But if they don't turn to him, the judgment will continue until he root out all evil from this earth because the millennium is not far off. I tell you this right now. The millennium, the thousand year of a Christ, reign with Christ, is not far off. It's close. The tribulation is only, is only seven years before the millennium is started by Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, Jesus will start his millennium, but he's going to renew the earth. All evil will be rooted out, out of this earth. This is why the earth doesn't have many years before it gets destroyed. The cities and countries don't have many years before they get destroyed, brothers and sisters. That's why this is the time to repent. Don't let anyone in any church or anywhere to tell you you don't need to repent daily because you do. Jesus himself told me this to tell you, to tell his people to continue to repent. This is very important that we continue to repent daily because we are sinners. And in this body, we will sin, brothers and sisters. That's why we need to repent so much, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. This is the time of repentance God has given us. Before the judgment comes, which is soon to come, it is very close. The Lord continues to speak to his prophet. I just had a word a couple of days ago from a prophet sent to me. Praise the Lord about judgment to come. This morning, or just a few hours ago, not even hours, I think, a sister sent me this word and said, last night, May 9th, the Lord gave me a dream. I saw a Caucasian man in a Korean suit being swept away by a big, a big tsunami wave. His face looked in total shock. I heard the Lord say, repent, sudden destruction. Then I woke up around 3.15 a.m., the Lord is warning us to get ready spiritually and physically because destruction is around the corner. He is at the door. He is about to put out the judgment into the world. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. She said, dear Elvis Zapata, she sent this word to me. This is what she said. Put it in the chat room. Thank you, Lord. I just don't want to give out her name because... I have not, hallelujah, ask her if I can do so. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So that she woke up, and the rest is around 3.15 a.m. There's the word. There's a front of day that it was sent to me, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. As she said there, May 9, sent today to me, brothers and sisters. I get word from prophet of the Lord. And the Lord is confirming the judgment to come. It is close. Hallelujah. We, the bride of Christ, need to be ready with the Lord in repentance, seeking the Lord more than anything else. 
because the judgment is about to come. Brothers and sisters, the judgment is about to come. Praise you, Lord, and it will come. I will continue with these hallelujah uh, generational curse, teaching about them. I have not gotten deeply into Deuteronomy uh, 28. It's much more to be talked about it. I only touched about two books, uh, Genesis and Exodus, and I will continue to bring more tomorrow night. God willing, brothers and sisters, please keep me in your prayer because there is so much to be shared because there is so much coming. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And we need to continue to talk about it. Thank you, Jesus. For you, God.
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Our God is so good. He is so wonderful. Hallelujah. He is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. He is worthy for you and I to raise our hand, open our mouth, and say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for you being so faithful, being so good. Every time we need you, Lord, you're there. Hallelujah. For your children. Just as David says that the Lord is his shepherd, hallelujah, and that he will take care of him. So the Lord is taking care of you and I, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He is so good. He is so wonderful. His presence is so wonderful to have his presence in our life, hallelujah. Dwelling in us through his Holy Spirit, hallelujah, who is always welcome in my life, hallelujah. I love the Lord, I love the Holy Spirit, and when I don't have that presence in me, I am not too happy, hallelujah, I'm not a happy camper, so praise Jesus, hallelujah, I love to have the presence of the Lord, I don't know if you like to, hallelujah, but God has given us, hallelujah, his presence through his Holy Spirit, hallelujah, who is in us, who Jesus said will be with us, hallelujah, and he is with us until the second moment that trumpet sound, the Holy Spirit is going to conduct his work. He's going to complete his work with the church. It is to bring the church home. Hallelujah. Bring the church into the cloud. Give it to Jesus. Hallelujah. And Jesus will walk his people into heaven where there's a celebration waiting for you and I, my brothers and sisters. I see that the place of celebration. I see that beautiful place prepared for you and I, hallelujah. Prepare for the bride. Prepare, hallelujah, for a wedding, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And you know how this past Friday, the Lord showed our sister Tommy, hallelujah, that place of celebration, that place where the wedding is going to take place very soon, hallelujah. We're soon going to that beautiful place. Prepare. And let me tell you, you won't believe how much gifts they have for you and I. Our family who went uh, to heaven, who went with God before you and I, hallelujah, they have gifts prepared for you and I. God wants to um, give us gifts, hallelujah. And the Lord showed this to me. The Lord showed me, hallelujah, after he showed me the rancher, he showed me the other day, hallelujah, not too long ago, hallelujah, and he showed me that as soon as the, the church is taken home, hallelujah, God has gifts for us, hallelujah, that he wants us to have, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And, and, and those gifts, and I believe those gifts, because I'm saying it according to what I'm seeing from the Lord, before we come down to the millennium for the thousand years, which we're going to be six, uh, seven years up in heaven, which part of those seven years we're going into training to come down to the millennium, well, while that time is going on up there, seven years is nothing, let me tell you. It's nothing. It's going to feel like seven days, okay? Oh, no, I'm sorry, seven months. That's how it's going to feel out there. Seven years is going to feel like seven months in heaven. You will want to at least stay a year up there because it's going to feel like seven months. Time goes up there too fast, okay? By the time you get an old acquainte, you get an old, you're having all kinds of fun, you're out there enjoying God, learning about God, and you're thinking, well, i got to learn this stuff next, hallelujah, right there. The angel will come to you, and the Lord will say, um, um, I'm sorry, but you got to prepare. You're going back to earth again, to the new millennium where Jesus Christ 
And you'll be like, but wait a minute, wait a minute. I still haven't learned this. I still haven't learned that. Well, you're going to have to leave that for later. You can learn more about the Lord and God downstairs, but you're going down to the millennium. That is going to be the news we're going to receive up there, hallelujah, that we are coming down to the millennium with Jesus Christ, which will be a wonderful thousand-year reign of Christ on earth again, hallelujah, which all of us, hallelujah, we will not want to miss, hallelujah, um, this event, hallelujah, the rapture, because we're going up there for wedding celebration, and please, whatever, whatever you do, please don't miss the rapture. Please don't miss the celebration. I want to see you up there. I want to walk up to you and say, wasn't you one who used to write to me and all that? And I want to go give you a hug if you let me. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to rejoice with you up there. Please don't miss the rapture. Hallelujah. Stay focused on Jesus. You know, I, I've been getting today, myself, I've been having problems today. Hallelujah. And and I've been getting messages from people like that. I, I mean, I had two sisters write to me earlier, and they were telling me how much problem they were having. How one of the sisters was from Spain, and the other one from Chile. And I was like, wow, hallelujah. And, and praise Jesus, hallelujah. The enemy is coming against God's people. He is trying to get people distracted down here, distracted on the wrong thing, hallelujah. Not, as, not exactly on the coming of the Lord which is imminent, hallelujah, that he is going to take us home very soon, hallelujah. In our mind, in our heart, all we got to be thinking is about heaven, hallelujah. Put aside your problem, hallelujah, your, maybe your financial circumstance or whatever you're going through, hallelujah. Put it off, hallelujah, and, and, and praise Jesus, hallelujah, and focus on the Lord. Focus on Jesus, hallelujah. Deal with whatever you have to deal but deal with it in peace, hallelujah. Just deal with it in peace. Ask the Lord to help you with whatever problem you are going through down here, whatever difficult you're going through down here. Ask Jesus to help you, hallelujah. But do not let the problem, whatever you're going through, hallelujah, and move your focus from Jesus, hallelujah. Move you from focusing on heaven. That, that, is, that is your home, hallelujah. Heaven is your home. Hallelujah. And you got family members that maybe you didn't met. Maybe they died. They went to be with the Lord before you were born. Like I, I, I met someone, one of my grand-grand-grandfather, who, who went to heaven before I was born, okay? And I, ne I never seen this guy, okay? This guy saw me in heaven, and he comes out to me, and I knew he was my grand-grandfather, okay? How do I know this? They give you the knowledge in heaven, okay? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And, and hallelujah, and it was... So awesome, hallelujah. And I felt at home. I felt welcome in heaven, hallelujah. And that's how you're going to feel. You're, you're going to feel like earth is not your place anymore, but heaven is, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Heaven will be your home, hallelujah. It's your home. And if you're waiting for Jesus and you're preparing yourself as a bride, <coughs> excuse me, hallelujah, you will be going to heaven very soon. And we'll be rejoicing, hallelujah, in your dwelling home up there, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Well, that, that is not the message for tonight, hallelujah. So in tonight, hallelujah, praise Jesus, hallelujah. I want to talk about hallelujah, praise Jesus. I call this the, the message for tonight, or the topic of the message, hallelujah. Five, five of them were wise, talking about the virgin, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And I'm not going to focus so much. 
Hallelujah. And what I already preached before, I'm going to focus on their wisdom. Hallelujah. Because wisdom, my brothers and sisters, is very important. Hallelujah. And we make so much mistake down here, and it's because we lack wisdom. Okay? It could be a spiritual mistake. Hallelujah. Disobedience. It could be anything. Hallelujah. Including problem in our own family, marriage, and everything. We make so much mistake. And it's because we lack wisdom. I work anyway, hallelujah. Even raising our kids, we make so much mistake. And it's because we lack wisdom, hallelujah. And we, hallelujah, want to ask the Lord to give us wisdom, hallelujah. And we're going to go into the word, hallelujah. This is very important. First, I want to read, hallelujah. Um, uh, I want you to pay attention closely to what uh, Matthew 25, verse 1, hallelujah, verse 2, hallelujah, when they're talking about the, the bride, the, the virgins, hallelujah, look what it says, hallelujah. Then, then, then shall the kingdom of heaven be like unto ten virgins who took their lamb and went forward to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were wise and five of them were foolish. I want you to focus on what the, the five uh, wise virgins did. What decision do they make, hallelujah, Praise Jesus, because those are you and I, let me tell you. Those five wise virgins are you and I. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And I'm not going to say you are you are foolish virgin. No. I am nobody to call you foolish. Hallelujah. But I want to point out that half of the ten virgins were foolish. Okay? Just for the info. Okay? Just for the info. And, and the five of them were wise. Okay? And wise mean... Hallelujah, that they knew, hallelujah, what decision to take in their spiritual life, and their spiritual walk with God. Hallelujah. And, and they were tested by God, like you and I are being tested now. Hallelujah. But the difference with the five wise virgins was that they knew, hallelujah, what decision to make. And that's what we're going to study, hallelujah. I mean, I know you're going through trials. Some of you are still sick. You're going through so many different trials and problems and difficulties and all that. could be financial, marriages, family, and so much different things are going on in your life, hallelujah. And we need wisdom, my brothers and sisters. We truly need wisdom from heaven. And it's very important that we seek our wisdom and we ask the Lord to give us wisdom, hallelujah, on how to handle things down here. It's very important, hallelujah. And that's what we're going to be talking tonight about, hallelujah. So the five, foolish, the five wise virgins says under verse 2, the five, five of them were wise and five of them were foolish. Verse 4, but the wise one took oil under a vessel with a lamb, hallelujah. We see, we see there the first wise decision, okay, that the five virgins did or made, okay, and we see the first one is that they took oil on the lamp. Hallelujah. They took, hallelujah, the wise one took oil on the vessel with the lamp. Hallelujah. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumber and slept. Hallelujah. In another word, verse 5, they all tarry and they all slumber. Hallelujah. They all went through the same problem, the same difficulty, the same trials. All ten virgins were being tested by God. And that is you and I, hallelujah. But what matters in all this is what decision you made while you're going through trial. What decision you make 
while you are being tested. And that's why we're going to place close attention to the five wise virgins because they made the right decision during the hard circumstance or time that they were going through. Hallelujah. Teaching you and I something very, very important, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So, praise God. Hallelujah. And verse, and verse 8, and, the, and the, now, hallelujah, verse 7, all the, all the, them all those virgins arose and trimmed the lamp. Hallelujah. And the foolish says to the wise, give us of your oil, for our lamps are going out. The, now look at the second decision. Oh, I will say the third because they already trimmed the lamp and all that. Verse 9, but the wise answer, saying, not so. Let there be enough oil for us and you, but you de- you you rather go to them that sell and buy for yourself. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Did they make the right decision there? Yes, they did. During the circumstances that they were being tested by God, the trial that they were going to, they needed to make the right decision. Because you might have people sent by the enemy or people come to your life that wants to bring your spiritual life down. What do you do? You must make the right decision. You must walk away from them. You must turn them away. Okay? You're going to have people come to your life. Hallelujah. They're going to bring you down. They're going to have you even walk away from the faith. And you must make your decision for the Lord. And this is what they did. They made the decision for the Lord during what, what, what they were going through. And let me tell you, when people are going through trials, hallelujah, and tests by God, and the enemy too, because the enemy also tests God's people, okay, that's when people make the wrong decision a lot of time. That's when people decide that they don't need to be praying anymore. They don't need to be reading the Bible anymore. They don't need to be seeking the Lord anymore. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And they make the wrong decision going through trials and different problems. But that is not the word of God. That is not what the five wise virgins did. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. They turned the other five down. They probably went to worship together. They were probably all seeking God together, all of them. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But the, 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 what God wants to see from you and I is that you and I will make the right decision during the hard trials and difficult that you and I are going through. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, we have a great example of wisdom in the Bible. Okay, a great, great, mighty example that we can follow, hallelujah, as an example, and we can apply his example to our life, hallelujah. Who am I talking about tonight? I'm talking about Jesus Christ, hallelujah. He is a greater example of wisdom that we can look at and follow and learn from him, hallelujah. Now, John... Just to understand more, a little bit more about Jesus, John 1, hallelujah, verse 9 said that, 
That was the true light which lighted every man that came into the world, says John. Verse 10. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Okay, so who, who was Jesus? Jesus Christ is our creator. He made the world. The world was made by him. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So we got to follow his example. Praise Jesus, because he started everything. He started all this, this, this planet, hallelujah. And he set an example for you and I, for you and I to learn from, hallelujah. Now let's follow his example. And in order for us to understand, hallelujah, how wisdom is, is to be applied, hallelujah, we got to follow a great example. And to follow a great example, we go to Genesis chapter 1. Remember, we said that he is the creator. Look what it says in Genesis 1, verse 4. And God saw that the lie, that it was good. And God divided the lie from the darkness. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. What was, what was one of the things after God created light? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. After he said, let it be light, hallelujah. What was one of the things that God did, that Jesus did? Hallelujah. He inspected the light. He made sure that that light was good. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. He just did not just say, let it be light, and walked away. No. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He, once he spoke light into being, hallelujah, once he said, let it be light, hallelujah, he went, hallelujah, said the Bible, and said, and God saw, hallelujah, God inspected. Hallelujah. You remember when your parents used to tell you, watch what you look, what you're doing. Watch what you're doing. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Make sure that what you're doing is right. Pay attention to what you're doing. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And God made the light, okay? And God, hallelujah, made sure that the light was good. And he said, God saw the light. God saw the light. Hallelujah. He inspected the light and that it was good. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. What it means that it was good, that it was, that it was hallelujah, that it was, it was made according to the needs that we would have. Praise Jesus. That it was according to the purpose that he intended to. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So God made sure that the light, hallelujah, would, would be good enough to shine upon our life. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Will be good enough for you and I to see. Praise God. To walk by the light. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So God inspected our light. But what else did God inspect? Hallelujah. Be, when he made it. And we're talking about the wisdom of God being applied on what he made. He made the lie, and then he, he, he went and inspected to make sure. He applied wisdom. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 10. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the water he called sea. And God saw that it was good. Now when he makes the earth and the sea, hallelujah, now he goes and inspects the earth and inspects the sea. Let me make sure that what I'm making here, what I'm doing here is done right. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And that's what it says in Hebrew, exactly, that he inspected it. He made sure it was right. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And so he inspected the earth. He inspected the sea. He knew that in the earth, hallelujah, was going to be good enough for men to live. It was going to be good enough for the grass, for the tree, for all of that to, to live, the animals to live. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Before he made all, all the animals, before he made humans, hallelujah, he made sure with wisdom, with understanding that what he was making was good enough for men to live, for animals to live, for, for insects to live, hallelujah, and that the sea, hallelujah, was good enough for fish to live, fish that he had not created yet, but he was going to create it, but in order for the fish to live in that water, it has to have the, the good, good environment, enough air in the water that the animal could breathe inside the water, Praise and not oxygen, but with the word hallelujah, for the fish to be able to breathe, but enough, enough and good enough for them to multiply too, because they also needed to multiply themselves. So in order for the water, for the animal, for the fish to multiply in a pool or in a tank, the, the environment, the water, everything has to be set right. If something is not set right in there, they're going to die. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. They're not going to live. So God made sure, God inspected the water, God inspected the sea to make, with wisdom and understanding to make sure that what he did was done right. Hallelujah. And I don't know if you're using the wisdom of God, if you're asking God for wisdom, so everything you do, every decision you make, every plan you have, it is done under that wisdom. And you're inspecting what you're doing, that you're just not saying, well, I'm just going to do it this way because I, I don't know why. And you just go and make the wrong Make the wrong decision, or, or hallelujah, or apply it wrong, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. But that is not the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is that once you plan something, you plan it with wisdom, and you make sure that what you're going to do, or the decision you're going to make, it is made under the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. You're not jumping into conclusion, but you are inspecting what you're doing. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And if God, remember the Bible says that everything was written for our own teaching, for our own learning. That's what we're doing tonight. We're learning from the Word. Praise Jesus. It's for our own teaching. Why will God inspect what He made when He is perfect? To teach you and I. That's why He did it. Because He He wanted Elvi, hallelujah, to know, to learn how to do things. That things are not just done in that way. No, that things have to be taught. Things have to be really, uh, be careful how you plan it and how you do it, hallelujah. And make sure that wisdom, that you have wisdom from God before you do things or you're going to do them wrong. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. If you don't take time to pray, if you don't take time to read the Bible, if you don't take time to ask God to give you wisdom, you're going to make the, right, the wrong decision. But if when you take time to pray, when you take time to seek the Lord about it, when you ask the Lord to give you wisdom, when you ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to all truth, when you're involving God in the decision you're making, praise Jesus, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, then the wisdom of God, the knowledge of God, enlighten you like a light, praise Jesus, and then you can make the right decision under his guiding, under his wisdom. Wisdom is being applied for your own need. And God knew we had a need before he said, let it be light. Praise Jesus. And before he made the earth, he made the earth and the seed, he knew you and I were going to need it. 
but he went on and inspected with wisdom to make sure it was done right. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Almighty God, my brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And the Lord reminded me today, hallelujah, how do we make so much decision without wisdom, without asking the Lord, without seeking the Lord for his enlightenment, for his wisdom, to, 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 to make us capable of taking the right decision, hallelujah, and guiding us and directing us, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. A lot of time, a young woman wants to get married. She sees a, a, a beautiful guy, they say. Praise Jesus. She goes after him. Praise Jesus. But she forget to go to the Lord and ask the Lord for wisdom. Ask the Lord for guiding. Ask the Lord whether that is the one he wants for her. Praise Jesus. To make sure, hallelujah, make sure that this guy, hallelujah, is not getting, is not himself in trouble with the law or in trouble with this or that. You need to inspect. You need to know about him. And that's what God did, hallelujah. He made it, but he inspected. You know he might be beautiful, hallelujah, but you don't know what this guy does for a living. You don't know if he goes out there and steals for a living. You don't know what he does. So all these things is very important to you because let me tell you, once you marry that guy, you marry this guy. You're going to have to live with his problem. With everything that he does, you're going to have to live. And if he sells drugs for living, if he steals for for living, whatever he does, now you're part of that. It becomes part of your life because you marry him. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And then you say, "What? how come no one told me about this? Well, you didn't take the time to go to the Lord, to ask the Lord to help you, to guide you, to give you wisdom, give you understanding. You didn't inspect the situation before you got into it. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. You know, and I like something the, the rabbis say, hallelujah. They don't believe that the earth, everything that was made in Genesis 1 was all made in one single day. Hallelujah. They don't even believe it was made in one single year. They believe it took thousands and maybe millions and billions of years before God finished Genesis chapter 1. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, Hallelujah. <laughs> a thousand years with the same partner. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, you know, and I kind of agree with them in that regard. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And also because the Lord showed me that, you know, that everything has been billions and trillions a year. Praise God. Hallelujah. But, you know, praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Everything took a long time. It just took a long time to be made. Praise God. Hallelujah. So relationship takes a long time to be built. It has to be built. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And God has to be involved so things are in the light. Things are clear. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Nothing is hidden. Everything is in the light. Everything is with an understanding from God. Wisdom is being applied when you wait on God, when you ask God, when you seek God about it. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. You're just not jumping, hallelujah, into, into doing it, hallelujah, because you feel like it, but you are waiting on God to make the right decision with God's wisdom and God's leading, because God will lead you, let it be by dream or, 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 or vision, hallelujah, or however God speaks to your life, God will speak to your life, hallelujah, and he will guide you on what he wants you to make, because ultimately God knows, hallelujah, what's the right thing for you and I. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Because that's what he did when he started making everything. He made sure it was right for you and I. Why won't he do the same thing now? 
He made sure in Genesis that everything he did, he did it right. He saw, he inspected, he made sure it was good. Hallelujah. So he will do the same thing for you to make sure that boy is good for you or that girl is good for you. If you're a boy, hallelujah, and you're seeking for, for a partner to get married, hallelujah, but you want to weigh in God, you don't want to rush these things, hallelujah, or whatever it is, whatever decision you have to make in your life, you want to weigh on the Lord, you want to seek wisdom from the Lord, you want to seek the Lord about it, and the Lord will give you wisdom, and the Lord will guide you, hallelujah, he will give you understanding on how to make the right decision, and you will make the right decision Every time you seek God about it, he will lead you to all truth because that is the job of the Holy Spirit. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. That is his job, hallelujah. He does to all truth. So if we seek his, the word of God for us, the Holy Spirit will lead us to that. He will lead us that we will make the right decision. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Look at verse 12 now, Genesis, hallelujah. And the earth brought grass, brought forth grass, and earth and yielding seed after his kind, and all the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was itself after his kind, and God saw that it was good. Even the, the, the seed, the grass, everything God made, he made sure the grass we have was good, was right. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He just not just spoke things into being and then said, oh, it's fine. I'm God. I know what I'm doing. Pride. That is pride. Let me tell you that that is pride. When you say, I know what I'm doing, I, I, you know, a, lot of, you know, a lot of people have the same. Well, I, I'm old enough. I think I know what I'm doing. They say, hallelujah. Hey, Jesus, hallelujah. And, you know, in God, there's no one older than God, for one thing. No one is older than God. God is the, is the older of all. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So we got to seek his wisdom and his leading on everything, on every decision we make, especially when there are major decisions that we have to make. Other people are involved in our life. We got to make sure that God is leading us. Hallelujah. We're just not making the decision we want to make for our own interest, hallelujah. Because people may get hurt in the process, and that is not the will of God, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, we have so much to learn. So much. And that's why Jesus said there were five wise virgins. Hallelujah. He did not call all, all of them wise, but he also said there were five foolish virgins. We are either part of the five foolish virgins or we're either part of the other five wise virgins. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. In the light of Jesus will show us who we are. That's what it does. The word will show us who we are. If we're part of the five wise virgins. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. The word will show us who we are as we seek the word of God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Now, on verse 16, and God made the two great light, the great light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the star also, and God set them in a firmament of heaven to give light on the, on, upon the earth and, and to rule over the day, over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And what else is? And God saw that it was good. He inspected the light. He inspected everything he made. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He made two great lights, the sun and the moon. What did God go and, go and do after that? Let me go inspect if the sun is, is, is right. Let me go inspect if the sun, hallelujah, is far enough from the earth 
that it will not melt the, the earth with the heat, or, or, or you know, and it's not far away enough that the, the earth will not get enough heat from the sun. Because God knew that the plants in the earth were going to need the light of the sun. So he went and made sure that the plants and the humans and the animals were going to get enough uh, uh, heat from the sun, enough light from the sun. Praise Jesus. So he positioned the sun in the right place where you and I will have enough sunlight as we need it. And he inspected to make sure it was done right. He inspected to make sure the sun was going to do what God, hallelujah, spoke him to do. What God wanted the sun to do, what God intended the sun to do, God wanted to make sure, the Lord wanted to make sure that what he had done, he had created the sun and the moon. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And that the moon will be in the right place, that at least it will lie over the night, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And even though the moon doesn't have her own um, power or light, it will, it will grab some from the sun and will reflect it back on the earth. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So God made sure that the moon was at the right place, hallelujah. And it also could face the sun so it could receive the light from the sun. It would reflect the light to the earth. So it was put in the right position. It was made right according to our need. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And according to the will of God first, because he was the one making it. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And he did it right. He used wisdom. God used wisdom when he made the sun and the moon. He thought about, he reasoned about, the, about what he was doing, about what he was making. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Now, praise Jesus, hallelujah. And then verse 21 says, And then God created every whale and every, every living creature that moved, which the water brought from the abundantly after the, the kind, and every wind fall after the kind. And God saw that it was good. Praise Jesus. Another time he inspected let me tell you how many times in Genesis 1 God saw that it was good. Seven times. Seven times God inspected everything he made in Genesis 1 and saw seven times that what he had done was good. What is the number seven? The number seven is the word of God. It's the perfect number that you'll find throughout the Bible. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, that is in the word of God, the number seven. Praise Jesus, Pointing to perfection, pointing to the word of God, pointing to the wisdom of God, pointing to the understanding of God, pointing that what God was doing was doing it with wisdom. That's what that's what it means. There exactly. Praise Jesus, Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And God made the beasts of the earth, and after the kind and cattle, and after the kind and everything that creep up on the earth, and after his kind, and God saw that it was good. Praise Jesus, Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, and God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning was the sixth day. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. It was the sixth day when God said, all right, I, I believe everything is ready for man now. Before I create man, hallelujah, he, he saw that it was very good. He saw that it was well. He saw that, that what he had made, he had inspected, he had shacked. He had made sure it was done right. He had used wisdom to make it. Hallelujah. In, in, in order also to teach you and I, praise Jesus, 
that you and I don't need to jump to conclusion. You and I not need to rush into into making decisions that we want to wait on, on God. We want to seek God's wisdom. We want to have God lead us, hallelujah. And whatever decision we need to make, because God did it. He did it as an example to you and I. He inspected what he made. He saw. He checked. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He checked. He made sure. He looked at it. Praise Jesus. Praise God, hallelujah. Why to teach you and I? That that's, that's the way God wants things to be. That, in what, you know, if we have to make a decision or whatever, we go to God and we say, Lord, please look at my situation. Look and see, hallelujah, what am I not seeing here? And guide me about this. Lord, lead me that I will make the right decision. And the decision that I will make will be your will, Lord. Not my will, but thy will. And that your will be done in this, Lord. And it will be done according to your own plan. And God will do so for you. God will lead you. God will give you the wisdom. Hallelujah. God will give you the understanding. And we have people in the Bible who went to God for that wisdom, who went to God for that understanding. Praise Jesus. Because they knew they were lacking it. They knew that God had put something in their hand to do and that they needed to go back to God. And because they knew what Genesis 1 says, hallelujah, that God inspected everything, God checked everything, God saw what he was doing. Hallelujah. And we can learn from God. So, hallelujah, we have someone in the Bible that decided to go back to God and say, God, Praise Jesus, hallelujah. You know, you have given me all these people. You have put this nation in front of me. I am young. I mean, I, I need wisdom. I don't know I don't know how to come in or out. out of the, hallelujah. And I need you, hallelujah, to give me wisdom. I, I need your wisdom. I, I, how am I going to lead all these people? And who was that? That was Solomon. Solomon was the young man, son of David, hallelujah, because it was all the brothers in him who God take to, to lead his people, but Solomon had no wisdom. Solomon had no understanding, hallelujah. But he knew his father David had a lot of wisdom from God. He knew his father David had served God, hallelujah, with fear and trembling. He knew that David has been faithful to God, praise Jesus. And David has been a great example to him and to all the people in Israel. But now David was old. David was died already. He knew that he did not have his father to ask him for any advice. Praise God. But, you know, he, he, he learned from David. David wrote all those psalms, hallelujah. He knew that David said in those psalms that wisdom comes from God. So Solomon at least remembered what David taught him growing up. And Solomon decided to go to God in prayer and say, God, give me wisdom so I may lead your people, hallelujah, because these people are so large. And I don't know how to go in and out of this. But you please give me wisdom, hallelujah, and give me understanding, hallelujah. And God was pleased by that. God was pleased by that. When you understand Genesis chapter 1, when you, when you understand what God did there, and the example that he said for you and I, hallelujah, that he, he made the right decision on everything he made. He gave us an example on it, too. For us to look at what God did and how he made it and how patiently he was and, and hallelujah, and inspecting everything, hallelujah, with wisdom and checking, make, making sure everything was done right, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So when you and I turn back to him and we say, God, hallelujah, I need your guidance on this. 
I need your help on this. Hallelujah. I believe, God, if I, if I go and make my decision about this, Lord, like I know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess it up. That, that's my story. If, if I go on making my own decision, doing this, doing that, I'm going to mess it up. And let me tell you why. Because I don't know what's the plan of God behind these things. Unless he tells me, unless he reveals it to me, then I know. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But if I go back to God and I say, God, guide me on this, lead me on this, give me wisdom, give me understanding like Solomon then, God will be pleased. Because now I'm being obedient to him. Now I'm seeking to please him. And now myself, now I'm seeking to do his will and now my own. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Now I'm seeking his leading, which he is wisdom, hallelujah. And with wisdom, the Bible says, God created the earth and the heavens, the Bible said. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So if I'm seeking God to lead me on something, I'm seeking wisdom from God to lead me on everything I do. And everything will be done according to the word of God. And there will be no mistake behind it. And it will, it will, sometimes it will look uh, confusing and trouble will be around it. Hallelujah. But what God means remains. What God means, remember this, what God means remains. It will stand firm. Look at the earth now. Look how long the earth has been made. Look at the sun. Oh, you know, these people are saying the sun is going to run out of light very soon. Not so until God says so. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. God said it will run out of light in the tribulation. God didn't say it's going to run out of life now. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We're not in the tribulation yet. It's when God says so because God spoke the sun into being. God inspected the sun. God made sure that the sun is in the right place. That the son is doing what God commanded the son to do. And the son is not going to start giving the light until God says so. Because God made the son. There was no son after God spoke it into being. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So God is in control. Not, not anybody else's opinion. When they say the son is going to run out of life. Hallelujah. Not so. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to take a break now. Hallelujah. And I will be back.
Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Boy, it's raining up here a lot, hallelujah. We got a lot of rain, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And praise the Lord, I apologize. Maybe the internet or my voice is cut enough, hallelujah, because of the rain. Maybe the internet is not, work, not working so well, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But we're talking about the wisdom of God, hallelujah. We're talking about that we can learn from the Lord how he created everything. He applied wisdom to what he made, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He made sure that everything he made was made right, hallelujah. Look what God says in Exodus, excuse me, Exodus 28, 3 says, And thou shalt speak unto all those who are white-hearted, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, that they may make Aaron garment to consecrate him, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So look, look, look what God does when you ask for wisdom. He fills your heart. He fills your spirit with. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. hallelujah. He says here he filled the spirit of, with wisdom, hallelujah. He gave him the spirit of wisdom in their heart and their life to do what God needed them to do. Praise God. To prepare the garment for Aaron and the priest. To make sure that they did cry according to the will and the plan of God. That's where wisdom leads you to. To do the will of God. It will teach you to, to, to obey God, listen to God, and do things carefully with the wisdom of God. With His leading according to His plan and His will for your life. For your own life, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. So it's very important that even now that we're waiting for Jesus' return, we're waiting to go home because we're the bride of Jesus, we be very careful with the decision we make. We use wisdom. We use wisdom in everything we do. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. We seek out the word of God in every decision we make. Hallelujah. Because the, the five wise virgins... Hallelujah. With the wisdom of God in their life, knew that Jesus was returning and that they needed to have enough oil on their lamb. So when Jesus returned, they will be found worthy or ready to go home. Because that's what Revelation said, that the bride had made herself ready. That is wisdom, my brothers and sisters. And that is wisdom from God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Wisdom that you know that you understand, that you comprehend, that as a bride, we need to be ready for Jesus. Because Jesus is returning for us. He's taking us home in the rapture, like a thief in the night, the Bible said. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And that we have to be ready for him. We have to be seeking him now. We have to be encouraging, says Paul, to the Thessalonians, one another with these words. And this is why we're speaking about it. This is why we're talking about it. Because we need to encourage one another. That is wisdom, my brothers and sisters. That is applying biblical wisdom, wisdom from God. Because right now, I don't believe, I don't think there's nothing more important to the Lord than not being ready to go home, to, excuse me, to go to our home, to go to heaven in the rapture. Can anybody think of anything more important than that? I, I, I cannot think of anything more important than being ready to go home, to be home with the Lord. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. 
And we need all the wisdom we can get. Hallelujah. So we stay prepared. We stay ready for the rapture. We stay seeking the Lord. We have enough oil when he returns. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And even though we slumber like all of them did, even though we fall asleep a little and we slumber, we can still have enough oil. So when we hear the trumpet, I know I'm going home, we say. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Because we have enough oil. We're not going to be ashamed. We're not going to, to, hallelujah, to see other people disappear in front of us. And we're still there standing, waiting for something to happen. Because a lot of people, this will happen to a lot of people. A lot of people, the Lord showed this to me already. The Lord took me a few days into the tribulation. When people stay, hallelujah, and someone that I know very close to me, hallelujah, who thought I was ready to go home in the rapture, and no one here in the, in the room, so so nobody be asking me, it's me, brother, it's me. No, no. This person that I know, praise Jesus, hallelujah, you know, um, praise God, the Lord showed him stay in the, in the tribulation. Praise Jesus. And he thought he was ready. And only, only God says who's ready anyway. We've got to seek the Lord, and we know if we're seeking the Lord truly, or we're lying to ourselves, or we're lying to ourselves. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Because if we're making every effort to stay for, to, away from sin, if we're pursuing righteousness, holiness, and all that, praise Jesus, we know we're, we're, we're there where Jesus wants us to be. By the word of God, the word of God tells us. That's the wisdom we got to use on this last day. Hallelujah. The word. We got to apply that word. We got to read that word. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And we got to understand what it says. Hallelujah. So it's very important. Hallelujah. This person was like, oh, my goodness. I, I never seen no one so furious with so much anger that I seen this man that he had when he stayed in, in, in the tribulation. Because he, would, he didn't win up in the ration. And of course, you know what people are going to do? Blame God. So why did this person leave? And I stay, they say. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Instead of being sincere and saying, Lord, I know you told me many, many times to stay away from that sin, but I kind of ignore you. I know your Holy Spirit was telling me, uh, praise Jesus, stay away from those uh Point of sign. Stay away from that, this and that. But I kind of ignore that. And I went on, and I, you know, and I will repent, but, you know, I was weak. You know, this is where we need to be careful when we say I'm weak. Because a lot of people use weakness as an excuse to sin. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And we all sin one way or another. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We sin one way or another, but we have to repent. And we got to make every effort to stay away from sin. Let me tell you, it's very easy to fall in sin. Very, very easy. Because it's at the door, like the Lord said to Cain. Sin is at the door. Praise Jesus. But we need to shut that door. That door. Hallelujah. We're repenting. Hallelujah. We need to repent sin. We need to put it under the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. And we got to ask Jesus to help us to stay away from sin, to stop us to stay away from sin. It's very important that we, we, we seek the Lord in prayer and we say, Jesus, please help me to stop sinning. Hallelujah. And I don't know how you sin. 
I know how I do it. And I know that I need to continue to ask the Lord. And he's helping me greatly. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. And he can do the same thing for you. And he's doing this for a lot of people. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So we need, hallelujah, to ask the Lord to help us to stop sinning. could be in your mind. could be in your heart. could be in your dreams. could be with someone you like. Any way possible, we need to bring it to the cross. We need to put it under the blood. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And we got to ask the Lord to help us to stop sinning. I don't tell you it's easy, my brothers and sisters. I don't tell you it's easy because many people make it sound so easy. Hallelujah. Some people struggle a lot. Some people have gone through a lot that you and I have not gone through that, maybe. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But God is faithful to everyone. And God knows how much we can, we can really uh, take, how much we can take. Some people cannot take much. Some people can take a lot. Praise Jesus. But God knows each one of us well. Praise Jesus. And he's still working with you and I. Hallelujah. And I walk with him. He's still working with us. He haven't given up on you and I. He's still there. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is still here helping us. Hallelujah. So don't give up on yourself. God haven't. So why are you giving up on yourself when God haven't given up on yourself? Praise Jesus. It's so easy for us to give up on something. To say, ah, oh, I'm tired of the same thing and just give up. We're so, we're so easy giving up. But God haven't given up on you and I. Hallelujah. God hasn't given up on his bride. He's still working with us. He's still preparing us. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Holy Spirit is still here. He hasn't taken out his Holy Spirit. Praise Jesus. So now that it's still time, cry out to the Lord. Ask him to help you. Ask him to give you wisdom to come out of sin. Maybe that's what you need. To ask the Lord to give you wisdom to come out of sin. To ask the Lord to give you wisdom to come out of your problem. I don't know what your problem is, but God God knows your problem well. He knows you and knows your problem. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Ask him to help you. Ask him to give you wisdom. Ask the Lord to give you understanding. Ask the Lord. Tell the Lord you want to be like the five wise virgins. You want to be wise and the decision you make. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And God knows, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, that if you ask with all your heart and truly repenting, sincere repenting, he will help you. Praise God, because he knows, hallelujah, that this flesh is evil. You know, we say the devil is evil. But what about this flesh? What about this flesh? Praise God, hallelujah. This fallen flesh that Paul says is continual, and continuing and continuing to evil. The desires of the flesh are against the, are against the word of God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We got to be careful with this flesh, my brothers and sister. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because she wants to sin. And it's not the word of God for us to be in sin, sin, sin. Hallelujah. The word of God is for us not to sin. But this flesh wants to sin. So you have to deny yourself. Take your cross and follow Jesus. 
And this is what we're also talking about, denying yourself. And this is the hour, okay? This is the, the main hour. This is the important hour where we need to deny ourselves. We need to deny what we want. We need to deny the, the desire of this flesh more than ever. If you thought there was a time when you needed to do, when you needed to deny your flesh what she wants, and I say she, you know, someone got offended one day in a Bible study because I kept on calling the flesh she, you know, and this woman said, well, why didn't you call the flesh he? <laughs> and I kind of laughed about it, but then I, I repented to the sister. I said, you know, I have the habit to call the flesh she, okay? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And I believe that's, that's not biblical, but, you know, I don't know why I call it she. And the sister said, why don't you call it he tonight? <laughs> Praise Jesus. And I, in that Bible study, I decided to call the flesh He. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And if you're one of them, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, that, that maybe it's getting offended because I'm calling the flesh She, and you're a sister listening to me. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry because of this. But I'm trying to make a point here. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, that we have to be very careful with this flesh. We need to deny this flesh. We need to deny ourselves. And we need to take our cross and follow Jesus. And it's going to be very hard. It's going to be very difficult. There will be things that you really lost to do that you're going to have to say no to them. And this is the hour that we need to deny ourselves, hallelujah, for Jesus. Praise God, hallelujah. You know, there are people that when I talk about fasting, they come out of the shower right away. They don't want to listen to the program. Oh, Brother Elby, don't talk about fasting. I love to eat, they say. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But, you know, this is the hour where you want to fast more. This is the hour when you want to stay away from the food that you, from the food that you really love for a little while. Praise Jesus. Because let me tell you, there's a better food waiting for you. And there's waiting supper out there with Jesus. You have a, better, a, 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 more, a better good food out there waiting for you. Okay? And you don't want to miss that food. You're just focusing on the food down here. Because that food down here can become an idol to you. And we should have no idol. Bible says that we got to repent of idols. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And food can be an idol to a lot of people. So that's why people don't, when I talk about fasting, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. Hallelujah. But I also love the people, like someone who is sick, who wrote to me, who, who would like to fast. And who asked me to pray for her, pray for her, because she she wants to fast, and she was in a car accident, you know, and, and I, she's hurt, you know, and she wants to fast. And I get happy when I get this email. Someone making an effort for the Lord. Someone, hallelujah, making sure it's ready for the rapture. Praise Jesus, because that's what fasting is going to help you. It's going to help you to be ready for the rapture. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. It's going to help you to be ready for Jesus. Hallelujah. And the Bible, has, the Bible says that we are made us ready for him. So if you want to make yourself ready for Jesus, do the things that God wants you to do. Listen to the Lord. Hallelujah. And reading the Bible, studying the Word of God, listening to the Word of God, encouraging one another, getting us together in this room. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Fasting, those are things that helps you to be ready for Jesus, for Jesus' return. And he's returning any day now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
So, you know, that's right. People will tend to with food. Hallelujah. So there's a lot of things going on out there. So we've we got to be careful. We've got to continue to seek the Lord. Now, look what it says in Deuteronomy. I just read Deuteronomy, I know, Exodus 31, 3. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and understanding and in knowledge in all manner of workmanship. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Even to do the work in the temple of God, God prepared the people with wisdom. He gave them wisdom, hallelujah, on how to do things, on how to do them right, not just on how to do them, because a lot of people can do a lot of things, but how many people know how to do them right? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And that's what wisdom is. Wisdom will give you the understanding, the, 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 the know-how, some people say, to do things that God wants you to do, even to make better decisions and everything. This is why wisdom is so important. And God created everything with wisdom. So we can learn from God. That's what it says in Proverbs, that everything God made, made it with wisdom. Hallelujah. Exodus 31, 6. And I, behold, I gave him, giving him Aholia, the son of Amasha, the tribe of Dan, in the heart of all who are wise-hearted. I have put wisdom, says God, that they may make all that I have commanded thee. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So we see that God gave them wisdom there to do the work for him. Exodus 35, 35. Then they had him filled with wisdom of heart to work all manner of, of the engraver and the skilled workmen and of the embroider and blue purple and scarlet and the fine linen and other weaver, even those who any, do any work are those who devise careful work. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Some work there I cannot even pronounce them. Hallelujah. But I try. I don't give up. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So. So God, for anything that, that, that people needed to make for him, anything that, that needed to be done well for God, praise Jesus. God gave them wisdom. God prepared their heart. God filled their heart with wisdom. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And all of those that wanted it too, those, those people that seek wisdom from God, praise Jesus, hallelujah. And the Bible says in prayer that we should seek wisdom. And I don't know how many of you are seeking wisdom for God, for you to, for you to do the word of God. Wisdom to be to be uh, ready, to be ready as a bride. The Bible says, "Hallelujah." I don't know how many of you are seeking wisdom for this. This is very important. Praise God, Hallelujah. Don't get stuck in doubt. Okay, doubt can stuck you, can stuck your life for a while. Don't get stuck in unbelief. No, repent now in unbelief, and neither get stuck in pride. These three things can stuck people's life for a while. Then they realize how much time, how much time I have wasted, my brothers and sisters, they say. Hallelujah. Don't get stuck with these things. Okay? Walk away from doubt. Walk away from unbelief. Walk away, walk away from pride. Put this in your heart that you want to walk away from these things, that you don't want to have these things in your heart and your life anymore. Tell the Lord in prayer, Lord, I want these things out of my life. I don't want it in me anymore. I want to walk in freedom. I want to serve you. I want to please you. I want to do your will, Lord. Hallelujah. I want to be rapture ready. Hallelujah. Seek the Lord with a sincere heart. Stay away from, the, from these things. Hallelujah. You know, when pe- you know, when people write to me with doubt and unbelief, the Lord lets me know every- right away, I-, I don't look at those emails. No. I'm not going to get caught up into that. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Someone was saying to me, uh, well, you've been talking about these demons being humans and all that. Will you please uh, tell me more about it? 
I, you know what I say? Seek the Lord about it. Go into prayer and ask the Lord. Because truly, that's the one you should be asking about. If you want to know more about this stuff, go to the Lord in prayer. Tell the Lord that to give you a dream or a vision. How to give you wisdom and understanding about it. To reveal unto you. How to, that, that's how I, I did. I went to the Lord and I, Jeremiah, I want to read, read Jeremiah, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. This is very important. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Jeremiah 33, hallelujah. I want to read this real quick, hallelujah. Verse 3, hallelujah. Okay, praise Jesus. Look what happened to the prophet Jeremiah here. Praise the Lord. Says he in Jeremiah 33, I was still being held in, as a prisoner. I was kept in the courtyard of the guard. Then another message came to me from the Lord. He says, I made the earth and I formed it. There you go. There is wisdom, hallelujah. And I set it in place. The Lord is my name. Call out to me, and I will answer you. And I will tell you great things you do not know. You will not be able to understand them. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Jeremiah was in a pickle there. Jeremiah was in prison for the Lord. He was in trouble. They were beating him. He, I mean, he was throwing a certain, one of those uh, certain, I call, believe they call it certain, like a hole where people used to use as a bathroom before. And he, he was thrown into the hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And Jeremiah was in a lot of problem there, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And, and I'm not talking the smelling problem he had. I'm talking about hallelujah. The Jeremiah was being beat up because, because of the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. He, he, I mean, he was being called for prophet. He was going through a lot. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But the Lord spoke to Jeremiah, and the Lord said to Jeremiah, Call unto me, and I will show you things that you do not know. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And a lot of you that are listening to me, hallelujah, you might not understand everything that I have been teaching for all these months. But if you don't understand something, call unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Ask the Lord to reveal them to you. Ask the Lord to give you wisdom about it, hallelujah. And the Lord, hallelujah, will give you wisdom. The Lord will give you understanding. The Lord will reveal them to you, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And the Lord is saying to me, yes, I will. He just told me, yes, I will. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He will give you wisdom. He will reveal it to you. He will show you what you need to know. He will make it clear to you. He will give you the understanding Hallelujah. Praise God. And you will not have so much power and understanding. The word of God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But most important out of all this, we need to be right to ready, my brothers and sisters. That is the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. And if, if you want to understand something, ask the Lord. Just ask him. And he will show you. He will give you the understanding. He will prepare you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Exodus 32. 36.2, and Moses called Vesselow. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.